Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 25. Land, ahoy! Big clap, chapter 25. <laughs> <laughs> Does that help at all? Have we done that no, before? <laughs> no, it's just sh- I always clap to sync, but it, it needs to be one sound, not I think we nailed it. I mean, we all did it at the exact same time. That's not, I, I thought help. that was pretty good. The, the, more, I, the more unique the waveform, the easier it is to match up, right? So if it's like a bunch of us clapping, it's like, oh, that's, that's that. <laughs> can, right. you, can you swivel that? All right, here we go. I think we're good. That was Eye of the Tiger, by the way, that you're clapping. <laughs> that was four notes. Four beats. <laughs> Could be anything. Um, so the last episode we recorded was this past, was yesterday's episode, which makes this is the, uh, this is the closest down to the wire we've ever had in terms of uh, our recording. It feels weird that we are caught up with the listeners. They, they are currently caught they up. Know they know as well as we know. Yeah. yeah. I know the chapter title of of this um, this next one, but that's about it. We can talk about current events now on the podcast, and it won't be super dated. <laughs> no, I there's a bunch of times where I feel like I keep wanting to put in a little disclaimer about like, hey, this person died <laughs> between us having this conversation. Died? Yeah, wait. Uh, we had a conversation about the queen at one point. Oh no, she's alive. Sorry. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Did we uh, talk about Betty White at some point? No, no, I can't remember. Oh, right, I, I like Prince Andrew, Prince oh, Andrew, Bob Saget. Did we bring him up last week? Yeah, we probably brought him up. Must be Bob Saget. We definitely no. brought up Bob Saget last is week. Is either him or Adam Sandler? Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> we keep bringing up Adam Sandler uh, against our own wishes. I think um, gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome back to Stay Buried. This is a podcast where we read through a truly heinous uh, fantasy novel called Rupture, written by an 11-year-old idiot from uh, central Illinois. To be fair, if they've listened this long, they don't think it's heinous, right? Like, they're into it. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, I'm new. I'm joined by my friends. Oh, Nick. <laughs> Kevin. Eli, and I'm here because my internet is out. Uh-huh. Uh, Zach. You got to quit? <laughs> if you're ending on it, you gotta have a quip. Wait, I thought the third guy has a quip. That's what we've always done. I was the third guy. Well, the nude doesn't count because he introduces himself. Wow, Newt, not a person. This is good you conversation. Heard it here first. quips. <laughs> <laughs> Never enough. I'll come um, up with some of the next episode, I promise. So, uh, the last batch of chapters we read featured a pretty linear narrative with uh, Joe books and Sarah (laughs) (laughs) it did something right for once which is that it acted like a book 
Um, it told stories sequentially, um, specifically of uh, Joe, Sarah negotiating with the Ghost King, getting several more pieces of Sealther, murdering a Kraken, and various uh, party members being murdered off one by one. Like all of them, right? Basically everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's dead. So I was trying. I was trying to remember. So Watchers in the Soup. Um, uh, Joe and Sarah. Is that a new expression for Dev? That uh, he, he fell in into the, the soup, water. The, the death water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he okay. Fell yeah. Into the, soup. the primordial ooze. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. Are Are Joe and Sarah still on the deck? Uh, Joe has a punctured lung, I'm and Sarah's sure. just been Joe impaled. In, I thought they? Sarah fell in. Oh, Sarah. They, 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 they both got stabbed they, through the chest with wood, right? Yeah. They, through with a peg. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they both got stabbed through the chest, through the lungs uh, specifically. And the chapter ended with like they're both gonna die, and that's how it left off, which is, which we called a TPK, a total party kill, at the end of the chapter, with still fifty pages left in the book. Um, so I don't know what the next. I don't know what the book is now. Um, I imagine they don't die, um, but also I would imagine that Watcher not die, or Jagger not die, or Bill not die, and. Uh, here we are. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. What can I say? Well, not before Game of Thrones, but before the show. <laughs> before you knew what Game of Thrones yeah, exactly, was. Exactly. Exactly. What can I say? We both have the same muse. <laughs> Wait, what's what's your muse? <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're also still working on the sequel to this, too, oh, yeah, right? That's true. <laughs> I, guess, I never finished uh, uh, Fracture. Or Fisher, mm. the second and third books in the We're series. We're still waiting. I'm really, I'm really excited because once again, the the epilogue is very much a sequel tease, and it's gonna break my heart because it's a tease to a sequel that will never exist <sighs> until you write it, listeners. No, I think you should write it, Newt. <laughs> At this point, yeah, yeah. Once I have a kid, I'll write it as like a a, a love letter to them, like. You think they'd want that? You think, <laughs> you think this is a love letter? Like <laughs> to childhood? Yeah, 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 yeah. You Several know? children are murdered in this, and babies repeatedly. Yeah, and babies. But it's about innocence. The fate. Of the it's wow. <laughs> I can't wait till we finish this book and we have another episode at the end where we just talk about like what the themes were, and <laughs> there are none. No, there's something happening with Sarah right now. There's a something about violence. She's in the middle of an she arc. She learned that killing is good. Is that what? <laughs> well, now she killed the kraken and there's consequences. She got stabbed to the lung, right? And she died. So. Or, you know, it seemed like she was going to die. So. <laughs> consequences. Yeah, and that's You're the dead. lesson. That's theme. Wait, the theme is that there are consequences? <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 25. Land Ahoy. Joe opened his eyes. No revenants had attacked during the night, except the unknown male and Roan and, well, Scylla and the Kraken and the mysterious lightning bolts from nowhere. Well, never mind. Well, never mind. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Who who's the unknown male? I don't remember that at all. It was like uh, these ooze monsters that came out of the Sea of Souls. And you uh, referenced them as the, the unknown male? <laughs> is that yeah. the one? No, no. The Skilla was the one with the wolf belt. Yeah, yeah. That was the big snake monster. Also, right? the Kraken didn't attack, right? <laughs> it just said hi. We don't know what it was going to do. We had to kill it. Self-defense. <laughs> Sarah, he wheezed. 
He clutched a hand to his bleeding chest, but realized that it was patched up and healed with medicines. Who could have healed me? He staggered up and looked around. Sarah was also patched up. He looked over the railing. The boat was propped up against a sandy shore. They had found land. He put his hand on what was left of the railing and hoisted himself over the edge. There wasn't much of a drop. When he struck the ground, he crumpled. Maybe he should have used the rope. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> he stood, stretching his back. Joe looked around, looking for some source of life. There was none. Sarah! Land ahoy! Come on! <laughs> the idea that Joe just wakes up and goes, well, we gotta fucking move. <laughs> we can't just sit here. Dude, that's why he was resurrected instead of Will. He has that go get him oh, attitude. that's true. Will would've fair. just sat there and pondered their circumstances. Yeah, Will would've sat there and thought, what should I do next? Well, he would've named every sea uh, first. It was Caspian, right. Baltic, and... Uh, <laughs> I just love the phrase land ahoy. <laughs> it's just, it's just, is that a phrase? Do I pirates say it? I think it is. It's land ho. Yeah, land ho. <laughs> but surely ahoy means something. You had like, cookies on the mind. <laughs> it's cookie land. Wow. Land Ahoy actually doesn't. It's not a phrase. I kind of thought it was. Ahoy is just kind of pirate for hey. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like land. Hey. <laughs> but like land ho is the normal phrase. Yeah, right, land right. I realize that actually now. Nothing. I just love that it's so bold of a swing. That that's the chapter title. <laughs> Dude, I, I totally you bit on it fair. too until I, you guys brought it up. Sarah, Land Ahoy. Come on. Joe yelled. He saw her head bob above the railing, followed by her body. Joe, she took one wrong step and toppled off the side of the boat. Whatever half-sleep daze she had was gone now. Ow, she said weakly, holding her hands up and looking for support. Joe grabbed them and helped her up. Uh, Sarah? Where's Watcher? Joe asked. He couldn't find Watcher on the boat, so he figured Sarah would know. She bit her lip and shook her head. Watcher fell into the sea of souls. I'm sorry, Joe. Joe also shook his head. So much bloodshed just for us. So many people have died for our good. Will was on a scouting mission to find the piece of Sealther for us. Quill came along to help us get home. Watch her too. Even I died trying to get us home. <laughs> Wait, Quill got a shout out, but not Jagger? Brutal. Oh, Newt killed Jagger and forgot about him immediately. His death has been so unceremonious, even in memory. In all fairness, uh, he is part of the race called the Forgotten. So <laughs> That's true. Maybe there's something to that. The fact that they somehow made it ashore on a broken up ship without touching the water. Ever. I know, right? <laughs> no, I am definitely under the mind that Watcher just completely lied to them about the Sea of Souls. <laughs> it was more just like, man, I just don't want him to get all wet and stuff. Just, uh, it'll kill you if you touch it. Um, I like, uh, I, I like, is, is it pretty self aggrandizing for Joe to consider his own death a great sacrifice like, <laughs> for our own good? Like, look, we've all sacrificed a Joe lot. Joe didn't even sacrifice anything. He, no, got, he, he got sucker he stabbed. <laughs> he got thrown through the air by a Hispanic he, bird he, man. he died accomplishing nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it was like he was like protecting anybody either. He was just walking through the land of fire. So much bloodshed just for us. So many people have died for our good. 
Will was on a scouting mission to find a piece of steel for us. Quill came along to help us get home. Watch her too. Even I died trying to get us home. Maybe, just maybe, Joe, we are not saying it would stop the killing. No, it wouldn't, cooed a voice from the shade of a tree. They whipped their heads around to see a small figure about the size of a toddler walking toward them. It wore a sand-colored robe over its tiny body. With the hood up, only two glowing eyes were visible. The only skin showing were its hands, and they were beyond tanned. They were black and shriveled from countless days in the sun. No, it would not. The worlds are fusing. There is no point going or staying. What are those little guys Jawas? from Jawas? He's just a Jawa. You just That's all that it is. You know, I don't think he really ripped off <laughs> Star Wars yet, but you finally got there. Huh? Yeah. At what no, point but, is it just like literally pulling from Star Wars and now there's just a Jawa in I'm, Ruptured? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what it's called. Maybe yeah, it's not yeah, called well, a Jawa. If it's called like a Waja, it will be all right. <laughs> no, it would not. The worlds are fusing. There is no point going or staying. Joe raised his sword and swung it at the creature's neck. What a dick! <laughs> <laughs> Is this guy just, talking to you? Did he just say, we need to stop the violence? <laughs> he sees something and immediately was like, huh! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what are they debating? Not going home? Like staying in... in Giving yeah. up on the quest so that people stop dying for them? But they're the only two left, I, so I like... I'm pretty sure that was a typo, and it's supposed to say, Joe, we are not staying. So saying, yeah. Oh, Instead of saying... Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes way more sense. sense. Typo. <laughs> That's a pretty... That changes the meaning quite a bit. It does. It does. Um, but Gale is pretty sweet. I wouldn't really blame Joe Unfortunately, for it says saying, so that's the canon. That's canon. <laughs> we are not saying... What are we not saying? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Joe raised his sword and swung it at the creature's neck. It passed through, yet the creature just stood and cackled. Joe looked at his sword. On it, in the place of blood, there were a few specks of sand. What are you? The creature laughed for another few good moments. I am a golem. Then follow my orders and scram. Oh, boy. <laughs> How long do you think the golem laughed in his face? Like, <laughs> sort of, uh, 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 uh. A few a few good moments. <laughs> Could be hours. <laughs> then follow my orders and scram. Oh, no. The golem made a tisk sound by clicking its tongue. My creator made a village of us from sand, but not to take orders. Oh, no. He created us as a substitute for his family. That is why I am short, not giant like most golems. That's so sad. (laughs) Is this man human? Well, if you mean nomad, yes, I suppose. Can you take us to him? Sarah pleaded, hoping to find some creature that wasn't a statue made from sand. No. The golem replied casually. Rage bubbled up within Joe. Why not? He's dead. Then who rules over you? The Sphinx, it replied. Sarah gasped. She remembered that the Sphinx was a guardian. What? Joe asked. It took a second to register that Joe had not been there when Watcher listed the guardians. Take us there, Sarah demanded. The golem shrugged. Your loss. <laughs> That's the is that one true? line. Yeah, I don't think that is true. Has Joe like really just not known who the Guardians were this while whole everyone time? else did know? No, he was there, right? I think he was definitely there. When would it? When, why would you call back to Sarah. that specifically? That's such a weird thing to call back to specifically. If it wasn't true, right? I but feel like he was also, the one that asked about. When them. would Watcher have been with Sarah alone? Uh, Joe was off fighting the monkey, right? 
and oh. they were all on their own. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. So, so we're like, is that when he explained? I think it actually was. I think they're running and they're like, "What is that thing? It's an ape." Let me explain to you what all the guardians are. <laughs> and he just lists all ten. And <laughs> Joe just never questioned anything. I will never. I will never repeat these. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's something we've like been a traveling thing. together for months at this point. Watcher has not ever explained what's going on. <laughs> Joe just thinks I keep running into these guys that hold pieces of steel there. He doesn't know any better. Uh, Nick mentioned it was really sad and pathetic earlier, but I do want to. I want to heart back on that for a second. So some dude <laughs> lives in a made, village made out of sand. Made a village of golems out of sand to replicate his own family, who presumably have died. And then he dies. Like, he just lives out his existence surrounded by dumb little golems. He made his own friends. Yeah, yeah maybe there's a happiness in that. At least he had something. Well, now they're just wander, or they're being ruled over by a sphinx. So I... <laughs> also, place your bets on if we find out who patched up Joe and Sarah, or if that's just left unanswered. I think it might be left unanswered. <laughs> what I, my headcanon right now, Ghost King. He was there on the CSO. Ballsy. No, dude, oh, it was Core. Man. If Ghost King me? joins the party. Core. Yeah, it was Core. The God King fly. Yeah. Um, also, you were kind of worried about the nomads being like a Middle Eastern kind of stand in. It's actually a Jewish stand in. They're, they're building <laughs> the golems, golems and yeah. stuff. <laughs> crap. Crap. I'm, I'm surprised. Not I'm surprised we're going right back on the Guardian track. Yeah. After that intense event, now it's just Joe and Sarah, and it's just like, boom, Sphinx, next chapter. I like that they also, they briefly debated, there's so much bloodshed because of us. Maybe we just resign our fate here and stay. The Sphinx is over there. What? <laughs> it's got it, to be a riddle, right? I'd imagine. Oh, it's got to be like a riddle not, battle. Yeah. I hope it's just a normal boss battle. <laughs> <laughs> You're just fighting a giant cat thing. For as, for as much into like, you know, mythology and uh, I guess Lightning King version of mythology oh, yeah, that yeah. you were uh, you you were into, like it's got you got to have known that the Sphinx is like a riddle thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, got to be a really good riddle. Oh, it's going to be a fan. They're going to oh, wish Will was there. Boy. That's how good the riddle is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, we need Joe for his brute strength. And then the remaining bosses are all like mental fights. <laughs> I think we're kind of burying the lead, though, here, because the Gollum said the worlds are fusing. There's no point going or staying. They didn't ask him to elaborate at all. That seems like a really important piece of information. From their perspective, they don't know the worlds are fusing, right? No, I don't that's think a so. thing. That would make their whole quest pointless, really. <laughs> They're I just mean, like standing, t posing, waiting. I feel for like the... somebody's br- how like we the readers know, right? Somebody had to say it at some point. Because well, Bill, because Bill, Bill, yeah, it, we know. I guess, that. sure. That's the fusing, the fusing part two. Yeah, you're right. Um, those hit chapters, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful chapters. That yeah, I that remember is a very massive well. piece of information, though. Well, he just them, didn't care. He didn't have a chance to elaborate because that's when Joe swung his sword. <laughs> that's true. Right after that sentence. <laughs> I wonder if just at some point you like critically read through the book and was like, "Oh, Joe and Sarah don't know all this information, such as what the guardians are." Yeah, or that yeah, the yeah. This is the one like- time you reread the rest of the book. <laughs> crap! 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 When they entered the temple, a sharp cackle filled the room. It was a dark area with shadows on every table, bench, or whatever they were. As I said, it was very dark. <laughs> I'm getting really lazy with these descriptions. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man, you've given up at this point. No, I love whenever the narration pops in like this. Oh, Bill. It's really dark. We can't, I can't describe what's in this room to you. It's it's too dark. It's like the Lovecraft uh, cop out. (laughs) It's like that circular sentence structure, but this is expanded out to two sentences. (laughs) Like I said, it was very dark. Humans? I haven't seen one of those in years. A figure pawed the ground and leapt from its throne. It looked like a woman at first, for only the head emerged from the darkness. Then it moved out more. It had the body of a lioness. Its wings were folded elegantly across its back. Lastly, its tail was a snake, which hissed and snapped at every skeleton in the room. The Sphinx smiled. Hello, darlings. Hello, darlings. I'm glad you went more sexy with that. Yeah, yeah. once you found out what the Sphinx was. (laughs) That is not a Sphinx. Uh, Uh, It's like a mix of like Sphinx and Manticore. I think it's just set up a Manticore, but with a human head. Those are both in the monster book. (laughs) Sarah clenched her fists. She glared at the Sphinx. I know the drill. Ask your riddle. The Sphinx licked its paws. Oh... I don't ask riddles. Sarah slightly backed up. Oh, then what do you do? Well, I like to dance. <laughs> Just steal that from Caddyshack. So let's dance. Oh, man. I feel like dance-offs don't <laughs> work on... I can't imagine they work super well in book form. <laughs> Just... Just kind of a limit of the medium, really. <laughs> you you oh need to get the gosh. composer to do a new score for this episode. Yeah, something a, funky. Some, some house music. Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. There, there's Egyptian gotta, house music. There's got to be riddles. Oh, I think it's just going to be a straight up boss battle. No, it's a dance <laughs> battle. <laughs> Buckle like in your seatbelts. A breakdancing movie that was kind of popular when we were younger. Does anybody remember yes. what I'm talking about? Is it the one with Gordon Blue? Maybe. No, he wasn't in a breakdancing one. That was that double was a uh, double Dutch. You're I think right. there was like two or three of them, maybe. Is I that... feel like it. That was yeah, oh, like step up, step, step it up. I just love the idea that maybe you had watched Star Wars and then like the next night <laughs> watched step, step Up. up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I got something here. Yeah. I like to go one level further. You know, you know how uh, Bill dreams these and then writes it. I like to imagine the same thing was happening with Newt. Like he was watching these movies and his brain was just making sense of all the stuff he didn't understand, and it just. Translated directly into book form. I can't wait to see how well a manticore dances. This is great. <laughs> oh, I don't ask riddles. Sarah slightly backed up. Oh, then what do you do? Well, I like to dance. Sarah looked at Joe with an expression like, What is she talking about? A dancing sphinx? Will you accept my terms for a dance-off for the sealther piece you have? The Sphinx thought it over for a moment. Maybe. What are your conditions? First one to say uncle loses. Once someone truly understands the other's skills, the game ends. If I win, I get the sealther piece. If you win, the Sphinx wore a toothy grin. I get a free lunch. First one to say uncle loses. (laughs) Not how a dance-off works. (laughs) 
Once someone truly understands the other's skills, the game ends. If I if I win, I get the sealed piece. If you win, the Sphinx wore a toothy grin. I get a free lunch. Okay, oh, the, the best part about this is Joe is so confident in his dancing skills <laughs> that he was the one that proposed this dance off. It was it him or it could have been Sarah also? It's, oh, no, Sarah no. looked at Joe Sarah? with an expression oh, like... I think this is Joe. I think Joe is like, this I'm going to bring Joe. out this. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. First one to cry, uncle loses. It sounds like, like Joe. Yeah, no, Joe only knows violence. He doesn't understand how a dance-off would well, be judged. Someone, there's two win conditions, right? You can either cry uncle, or if someone truly understands the other's skills. As soon over. as you... Uh, you just dance really bad, and immediately it's like, oh, he's bad. You understand my skills. I win. You can get the rights to Maniac for this dance-off scene. Oh, man. So just Weird once again, way. yeah, every time subverting expectations. <laughs> it didn't take long for the competition to begin. The Sphinx started to tap dance while the snake tail clapped its jaws together, creating a fifth beat, aside from the Sphinx's four paws. Sarah started to twirl around. Sarah, what are you doing? Joe asked, crossing his arms. Ballet, she replied. You aren't going to be a pro with ballet. Breakdance, Sarah. You want me to what? The Sphinx laughed at Sarah's elegant twirling and poses. Suddenly, Sarah dropped to her knees and started to spin madly on the floor. In the end, she managed to spin on her head, hands held to her sides. The Sphinx stopped tapping, marveling the breakdancing. A second later, the Sphinx also dropped all four of her knees and started to do a perfect imitation of Sarah's dance. Sarah rose, marveling how the Sphinx could follow suit. Ready for her peak performance, Sarah dropped to her belly and did the worm. Sarah, what are you doing? Joe asked, crossing his arms. Ballet, she replied. You're going to beat a pro with ballet. <laughs> pro. Break dance, Sarah. <laughs> oh, this is step it up. It's step up two in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be a pro with freaking ballet. What are you doing? <laughs> Got a break dance. Also, wait. So Joe, Joe was the one that was like, "Yeah, let's do this dance off." And then he yeah. went Sarah, 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 Sarah. Sarah. You're a girl. Sarah, it's ballet. Ballet sucks. Sarah, start break dancing. The last chapter told us that Joe wears like a gray sweatshirt. I imagine yeah. that is now like off and like crossed around <laughs> yeah, his waist. <laughs> break dance, Sarah. You want me to what? The Sphinx laughed at Sarah's elegant twirling and poses. <laughs> Suddenly, let me read this section. This is beautiful. Sarah dropped to her knees and started to spin madly on the floor. In the end, she managed to spin on her head, hands held to her sides. The Sphinx stopped tapping, marveling the breakdancing. A second later, the Sphinx also dropped to all four of her knees and started to do a perfect imitation of Sarah's dance. Sarah rose, marveling how the Sphinx could follow suit. Ready for her peak performance, Sarah dropped to her belly and did the worm. The Sphinx tried it, but slammed down onto her chin. There was a cracking sound as the half-human roared in pain. Uncle! Uncle! I give up! Stop it! Uncle. The worm. Uncle. 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 
best boss fight. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> exactly three lines of dancing and it's done. Sarah spun on her head. She mastered was break there? dancing. Yeah, you were. You think there was what? any foreshadowing for that? <laughs> no, absolutely none. In the in the animated series, we'll have like Sarah flashback to Joe saying like, "You need to break dance, break dance, break dance," and that's how she'll get the motivation to break dance. Yeah, um, I don't remember any throwaway lines early in the book where she was like, "I'm working on my studies and my break dancing." Uh, she this seems to be something she came up with on the cuff. Um, Because she also is a cartoon character, (laughs) like most of the characters in this book. Yeah, I like how she started with ballet, even though she's like a master break dancer. Like, that's probably what you should have led with. I don't know. (laughs) Started with the worm, yeah. (laughs) I know. I also like the the fact that... the, the Sphinx is laughing at Sarah, no matter how good her ballet, just because young Newt's like, ballet sucks. <laughs> you can't ballet. beat a pro with ballet. <laughs> That's going to be the chapter, like, uh, teaser line. You can't beat a pro with ballet, Sarah. Break dance. <laughs> uncle, uncle, I give up. Stop it. Gollum's quickly rushed to her side, dousing her chin in healing potions. Sarah roared with triumph. Joe ran up to her and hugged her. She was expecting something more than that. Hell yeah. Give us the seal their peace, Sphinx. Give it! The Sphinx shot her a glare of hatred. She turned and ran into a room behind the one they were in. In a few moments, she returned with the seal shard in her mouth. She spat it on the ground. There. Now be gone, she said. But just as Joe turned, the Egyptian mythological creature jumped forward, biting Joe's shoulder. The boy screamed and crumpled to the ground. Joe, what have you done, Sphinx? The terms were, the Sphinx began as it started to chew on the carnage, that if you won, you get the sealther. You have it. Now I get to eat you. She laughed. The Sphinx, that is. Most little girls don't laugh as their best friend is being devoured. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, I would... (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that in this This chapter. This is the most meta chapter you've had, I feel like. (laughs) Sarah lunged forward, reaching her hand towards Joe's screaming body. She grabbed the hilt of his swore, then drew it from the scabbard. She pointed at the Sphinx. The creature stopped laughing. Golems, get her! The golems didn't move. Why aren't you doing anything? The Sphinx roared. Because once a master has been defeated, we go to the victor. Our creator was killed by you. You became outmaster. The girl defeated you. We are now hers. Sarah beamed, then thrust the sword down on the Sphinx. With one last howl of rage, the monster transformed into a statue. <laughs> Weird, said Sarah, before crumpling to the ground from exhaustion. That's at least five crumples this chapter. <laughs> it's a lot of... <laughs> hey, Sarah's defeated 30% of the bosses at this point. I know, right? Essentially on her own. Um, so the golems have Master Wand, uh, uh, Elder Wand from Harry Potter rules. Um, they they just fall around whoever the most powerful person is. Do and you think that the nomad of the Sphinx also had a dance off and the Sphinx won and then killed them? Uh, yeah, the question is begged. When did the Sphinx become obsessed with dancing? Was it in the downtime of you know you just have a bunch of golems around? You're like, well, what am I gonna do? Because well, the Sphinx could have just ate him, right? It didn't <laughs> yeah. even have to challenge him to a dance off. And and why is the Sphinx so bad at dancing? And he was so confident. <laughs> well, they're, they're more of a hip hop techno, and uh, they weren't ready for the worm. I mean, could you do the worm, Elijah? 
Probably not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna try it. You're gonna bust your chin, open. Uncle. Yeah. You're gonna need a healing potion. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try the worm right now. Whoa! Oh my Whoa. god! Oh my god! Dang! Look at you, uncle. Uncle. <laughs> uncle. <laughs> pretty, pretty, uncle. Pretty great worm. Am I right, guys? Yeah, that, that was, was a great worm. Stand corrected. When Sarah awoke, the golems were huddled around her, gazing at her with giant eyes. Good morning, master. They chanted in perfect unison and harmony. Their gaze shot over to Joe's shoulder, which had been patched up and stitched. Oh, they're the ones that... They're the ones that patched up. I don't know, but they were still under the Sphinx at that time. You know? I know, but they were like, hey, want to come hang out earlier? Like, it's not like they were hostile. I think they're, they're... That's true. They owe it to the Sphinx. They'll listen to the Sphinx, but they're not like active agents like they're gonna go do really admitting. you don't think they would like if the sphinx likes to eat humans they wouldn't be like oh here's a tasty treat <laughs> I mean, well, humans, I mean <laughs> when joe said take us to see the sphinx he, they, the golem was like your funeral yeah. or something along <laughs> yeah, those yeah. lines that <laughs> sounds like something that would be smoke yeah. <laughs> you think they are actually like jawas except they're like human jawas so instead of like scrap parts they're like like joe's just missing a kidney now <laughs> <laughs> It's a great merchandising opportunity if we ever make it big. Throughout like, this entire cool thing, golems, yeah. like they're adorable. We can buy Jawa stuffed animals and resell them yeah, for an extra twenty bucks. Golem, golems. How how many chapters until the golems die? Like one, two. Let's oh, yeah, not think that way. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that now they have a party of golems that want to protect them. That's that's awesome. That's so great. That's awesome. Um, um, good morning, golems. Um. Sarah couldn't word it right. Joe, wake up, she said. Joe was jarred from his sleep. Huh? He was clearly dazed. Gollums, wake him up. Sand Gollums ran forward and started to shake Joe wildly. Stop, Mom. Five more minutes. Gollums, douse him with water, Sarah said. The Gollums ran out to shore. A second later, Joe stood up and yawned. Morning, Sarah. Suddenly, the golems ran into the room, holding a bucket of water. Joe's eyes widened. Sarah, what is that? Sarah smiled. Your alarm. Immediately uh, mad with power. <laughs> <laughs> Classic sitcom right there. I am the golem god now. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hear me out. You know in Return of the King where Aragorn gets command of that ghost army that like, can't be killed? And uh-huh. He just like takes out all his... What if these golems are Sarah's ghost? <laughs> they can't be killed by a normal blade, right? No, like, couldn't they just take down? Just Genghis? go after Genghis? Yeah. What's he gonna do to Sand? My my concern <laughs> is that my concern is that Sarah has been beaten in a fight like a billion times in the book. She just can't challenge him to a dance off. Is all? No, I think that's the only thing she can do. She <laughs> she that's the only thing she would win at. Genghis can do the worm. I mean, oh my gosh, she's... dude. Do you think Genghis does a dance-off? <laughs> dance-off, bro. Do you think Genghis would be better than Sarah at dancing? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I would think He's so. He's a god. He can levitate. <laughs> He's got those He's got anti-gravity yeah. powers. <laughs> Sarah's like half nomad. She should be able to levitate. And oh. nomads are elves. Ooh, yeah, That is true. true. That is true. I can't believe you remember that. But not all elves are <laughs> nomads. We have not capitalized on the half-nymph, half nymph half at you all, have to capitalize no. on this. <laughs> we, we guys, why are we capitalizing You're on this? You're the author. That's never been mentioned again. I, I, sorry, I, I I feel like once again I was half inspired by a book. 
I wrote it in, and then I you was forgot. like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. So is this Sarah's arc from pacifist to violence first? Gollum to, warlord? To, to Gollum protect- warlord? <laughs> no, no, to protector, to mother figure over um, uh, golems? Uh, some golems, yeah. They are the familial, right? They're designed to be in the shape of family. So she goes from killing a baby to, oh, I see the humanity in the inhumanity. I'm no Stretch. longer otherizing this stress. stress. We'll see how that holds up for the yeah. upcoming chapters. Yeah, we'll when when she goes. uses them as like a meat shield or a sand shield to save Joe or how something. How many chapters do you give the golems? I give Literally, one. The next chapter oh, I, they're in, I they think they're just going to go, all right, thanks, sand golems. We're going to leave now and go to the next bio. She's going to set them free or something lame, yeah. <laughs> so... This is like a lot of chapters where like you'll open with like a bombshell piece of information and then a bunch of weird shit happens and we kind of forget about it. And the the thing that you open with is that Watcher might be dead. Watcher's right? dead. Do Watcher's we think dead. he's actually I think dead? He's dead? I mean, he said if you touch the water, you die, and he touched the water. I mean, they they kind of mourn him, but like for like a pretty major character, like he didn't really get a send off, which isn't surprising because we see many characters die with like no send off, but. Like Jagger, yeah, just got thrown to a tree or whatever. Didn't even was... care, right? But like Watcher's been here since the beginning. He's like a, like a core. Like yeah. he'd be on the cover of the book, maybe. Can, you, can know? you imagine if if the um the Bridge of Kaiza Doom scene was like fly you fools, Gandalf falls, but then it doesn't cut to the sad music. It just cuts to them <laughs> eating <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> it's the slow mo falling, and then it's it's second breakfast. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the equivalent here pretty much yeah i i am not convinced that watcher is dead dead i agree but i don't think anybody's dead dead right but for the (laughs) for joe and sarah he is dead Mm -hmm. but i also think joe maybe dislikes watcher a lot for good reason so maybe he doesn't (laughs) want to never answer any of his questions well watcher dislikes them a lot too right it's mutual hatred watcher only had one life left so if he drowned he's He's gone. I never understood his motivation in this at all. Like, he was friends with Joe's dad. Uh, we, to my understanding, we discussed this. To my understanding, last chapter, the watch, the triclopes were like a race, uh, and their job is kind of heralds and and protectors of the world. Mm. Um, and I think that was kind of a continuation of that he has these people that are not from the world. He's trying to steward them home um, as his people would do. Um, but it ends up just getting him killed and there's no upside to it. But I mean, are we even sad about Watcher? Do we even care? Uh, I'll miss, you know, Joe Dude. just saying, I don't want to talk to you, you know? <laughs> or his like sarcastic responses to those <laughs> sure. questions. Yeah. I'll miss his, the potential of the him and Ghost King one off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they said they could still go get Will back, right? In theory, yeah. Some labyrinth or something. Some puzzle box. Puzzle. I think I, I'm they assuming need the puzzle the box puzzle to go box. somewhere. Sure, right? Yeah, but now they got to choose between Watcher and Will. Like, didn't they have to make a choice Quill. between or Quill? Yeah, or Jagger? <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm surprised at the legs that Quill has in this story. <laughs> he, he keeps. I know it's kind of the meme, but he just keeps getting mentioned. Never forget Quill. He went out like a champ, man. <laughs> he, he literally did nothing. Like he did not contribute. Did not add any like lore. Not add, he's just like. I'm here to help you. It was the character that affected you, the author, the most. We I mean, liked you created it. Quill, and you're like, "This is the coolest character I've ever made." And then you went, "I have to kill him." <laughs> <I> have <laughs> That's to how this has 
past ten. He's too cool. <laughs> All right, predictions going forward. Uh, they now have eight pieces of seal third. Well, literally only two left. There's the last Draco and Genghis is the last Guardians. Um, uh, how many chapters do we have left? Um, we have like nine chapters. Two, two still today. Uh, two more after that. It's four, seven chapters left. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it. It wrapped up. It's wrapping up quicker than I thought it would for these uh, these pieces of Sealther. We were kind of on pace to not get a lot over a long period of time. Yeah, there's never been a montage. We've we've had the. I did not think they would actually meet every boss when you had listed them out. (laughs) I never imagined that. Yeah, it's been kind of a different experience with all of them. One was kind of you know the sleazy salesman negotiation. One was killing a baby. This one was dance battle mixed with. Killing, just killing. Yeah, yeah. That was expose. That was after the the sealer was obtained, though. That's true. To get the sealer, it was just a dance battle. Yeah, <laughs> I think when uh, all the guardians were defeated, we should talk about our favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a little uh, internal conversation. I, I, I'm really excited. The epilogue is not very long, um, so I think that chapter will be mostly like talking about uh, a reflection on the book overall. Um, how it changed us how it changed us <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right uh any other predictions going forward i think the last two pieces of seal third will be like like one right after another like if not the yeah. same chapter yeah genghis and the last draco i think so i don't the last draco gives me like a, like a, like a pet kind of feel mm. like just the name like that's gonna be like like genghis keeps him in the throne room or something I think they're gonna get the next piece pretty quick, but then it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like the penultimate chapter when they get the final piece. I but I mean, I gotta figure the final piece isn't the end of the book because that the problem isn't solved when they get the you know, final that's piece. That's what oh. I was thinking. I mean, yeah. the problem is the rupture. So presumably they get the next piece within the next three chapters, probably, or the last piece within the next mm. three or four chapters, and then the last two and or three still, are them yeah, the go problem. realizing, oh, this means nothing. The worlds are being See, consumed. In my mind, I think the Sealther can fix the rupture. I don't know how. I don't know why. I, <laughs> it's I just like that's, Ex Machina. Yeah, it's sure. just going to be something that... I wouldn't be shocked. That's, that feels right. It's yeah. too important of a piece for it to be like not used as a day. It's Ex Machina at the end. Um, unless Genghis somehow, like the box is actually this whole time he's been trying to. Oh save man! The if world. it turns out that Genghis was the good guy <laughs> the, the good guy. whole time, that's gonna be the he's best going chapter. Up against Kor. Uh, the crest of Or. Oh. Did, did that contain the puzzle box? Was that what that was? The puzzle box contains the crest of Or. Okay. Which you think may be able to bring people, which can bring bring people back to life and maybe can fix the rupture. Unless they're different puzzle boxes, which is. Uh, some of the listeners do not give a crap about the story, uh, my dad included. <laughs> so these conversations, what did your I'm dad sure. say? No, he's like, I love it. I love it. I'm not following it at all. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like with your dad. Like you guys like people reference stuff. Like from I'm like, what? She was half no man. I'm just here for the typos. Really. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm here. Like okay, is it a separate puzzle box or is the Crest of War puzzle box the same as the Resurrection puzzle box? Do you think the the crest of ore and core have any? We've, we've asked this before on the podcast. Um, no, no, I think I just sucked at naming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. C O or core core crest of ore C O. Oh. Maybe there's something there. 
Wait, one, one last quick thing. <laughs> yeah. Do we think uh, Sarah and Joe, is that ever going to happen? Yeah. Because yeah. she wants it so bad. But Dude. Just, just, <laughs> they're totally oblivious, right? Like, oh, man. They're, they're going to kiss. She wanted something more. <laughs> yeah, the, the hug, right? If people kiss in this book, we're going to lose it. I don't know how. I don't know how he can watch her spinning on the floor like that. And, and doing not, the worm. Yeah, doing the worm. <laughs> And not sultry humming a humming a I'm just gonna say like way way back like like first couple chapters I just kind of threw out pretty obnoxiously that that Joe might be gay um, <laughs> that theory holds a lot more weight than I think it used to at this point okay? no because then the joke is Newt's always been a closet like gay and is that the joke it's Right? I think you're just self-inflicting no, wounds no, at this no, point. No, I don't think no. anybody was making that to joke. Be fair, <laughs> to be fair, freshman year, maybe into sophomore year of high school, Newt did wear scarves fashionably. That's, Indoors. That's, no, they were winter scarves that I wore. Indoors. All the time. Yeah. And Mul a fedora. Multiple even. But that's a different energy. <laughs> the fedora does maybe. add a different energy to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. Please tune in next week where we are going to be reading, uh, I think, the longest chapter. And it's also, I think, an Earth story chapter. No, no. So, no. Censor that. Censor that. Okay, okay. You're gonna, we're going to need to build up hype. All right. The next right. chapter is next a chapter, gang's chapter. Best chapter ever. It's a real banger. You Please. can skip it. <laughs> Don't skip. Don't skip. I need the ad revenue. <laughs> Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. No, the golem made a tisk sound by clicking its tongue. My creator made a village of us from sand, but not to take orders. Oh no, he created us as a substitute for his family. That is why I am short, not giant like most golems. My creator made a village of us from sand, but not to take orders. Oh no, he created us as a substitute for his family. My creator made a village of us from sand, but not to take orders. Oh no. He created us as a substitute for his family. God, I hope that recorded.